Welcome to Pandora's Box. Are you ready for the Kentucky Goblin? That was Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. I always think that's like one of like the coolest guitar songs. Mm. Like whenever I listen to that, I just imagine like driving like through like a sunset. You know, it's like the sun's going down, and you're like on like a on like a highway or something. Mm. You completed you your here. mission. Yeah, you completed your mission, and you're just like chilling, and you're just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Have you guys ever heard at all about the Kentucky Goblins? What? Kentucky. Heard about the Kentucky Fried Chicken? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure about the goblins? That's though. A, that's See, they're made by a distant mm. cousin. Oh, by the <laughs> way, before we just get into it, do you want to give yourselves an alias today, Nathaniel? Uh, cup, cup, <laughs> cup, and Drew. I'm going to be Armstrong. Armstrong, like Armstrong, but with an M on the end instead of an NG, and without the G. Yeah, mm. without the G. Mm. Armstrong, 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 <laughs> and cup, cup. <laughs> You're right. Let's get into it then. So, um. The Kentucky Goblins. So we've had got like a bit of a running theme here, where we've sort of like unofficially decided that we're almost going to like kickstart every show with a little mm. a- an alien story, different mm. alien story. We're like little. Oh, this is another alien one. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's called the Kentucky Goblins, but it's, it's basically aliens. Yeah. Aliens, basically. It's We're all about alien hunters mate. now, aren't we? Should yeah. Make a, make a documentary. Yeah. The, to Nevada. The, the alien hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we should get little suits and everything. Because mm. isn't it, like, UFO is, like, unidentified um, flying, flying objects. Object, so is yeah. alien, like, does that mean, like, it's a similar thing. It can be anything. Even if it's not an extraterrestrial, it's something that's alien. Yeah, so like, a UFO obviously mm. wouldn't necessarily be an alien. No. It's just unidentified. Yeah. And it yeah. has to obviously be in the air. Mm. Um, whereas this was, like, this has a UFO mixed into it, into this story. Um, and then there's, like, a specific story. And then there's, like, the wider the wider tales. Right. So the wider bit tales. Bit of everything. Yeah, so this is like, yeah, again, this is like, I only heard this, when was it? I researched it like last Wednesday, I believe, and I was like, it was like one of those stories, yeah, again, a little bit like the one I told you about, um, what's known as like the Welsh Roswell, which mm. we talked about mm. last week. Mm. I was like, what, how have I never heard this before? Because yeah, it seemed yeah. like a massive, like a massive story, if you know what I mean, right. when I actually started looking into it. But the sort of like, the story kicks off um, with this in like 1955 so there was this like family that lived you know really rural area of Kentucky like mm. right in the middle of the sticks like you know they their nearest neighbour was like a mile away or mm. something like that so um, they had some family to stay and um, you know they were like having like a barbecue and stuff and the, the family that would come to like stay with them for a little while like lived more in like an urban part of Kentucky and um so they were all having a barbecue and chatting and everything and and um everyone went inside and one of the guys that was like staying with them um one of their family members was just like out in the in the garden and there was obviously it was just like beyond the garden it was all just like trees around just like right. proper like lush like mm-hmm. like you know luscious naturey nice area you know nature area and um I think he went to relieve himself. Was just like having a having a little cheeky wee, cheeky wee, right. you know, like out by the sort of like by the barbecue, and um, he thought he could like see and he could see like some strange lights in the sky. So this is where the UFO bit comes in. <laughs> but he didn't necessarily even think it was a UFO. Apparently, he just thought it was like weird. What the hell is those lights right. in the sky? Yeah. So like, as he was doing this, anyway, like the person that owned the house, his like cousin or whoever it was, like called him in and I was like, "What are you doing out there? Like you know, like come in the house." Hey, Cletus, come on in the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So so we went in the house and um anyway they sort of like started settling down for the night but um 
while fun. while yeah while that was like happening and they was starting to get the, the kids settled to go to bed tonight and everything for the night so um the ladies was getting the kids ready to go to sleep and stuff and um while this was happening the guy that actually owned the house said that he saw some lights out the window so they hadn't like corrob- corrobor- corroborated mm. collaborated mm. Co- corroborated corroborated the stories mm. that yeah right them. but the guy that owned the house was like doing the dishes and he looked out the window and he saw some lights and it looked like there was like la- it was like landing mm. okay from like a little distance away mm. Right, this is like cool. This is such a cool story. This is a great story. <laughs> I can see you getting um, more excited. Yeah, man, it's like cool. It's just like it's like um, they should make a movie out of this. Yeah, right. this is this is a crazy story. So anyway, they put the kids to bed, and um, they were like gathering around. They were like playing cards and stuff like that in the kitchen. And um, then when they heard that the kids scream, and the kids like ran into the ran into like the the room, mm. and they said that. Um, I think what they described as like um as like strange children mm. had like been poking their heads like through the window well, not through the window like in the you know yeah, in the window yeah, yeah. they've been looking at them through the window they like noticed yeah. and obviously they were like oh you know like kids imagination they were mm-hmm. like no you're you're like absolutely fine everything like like go you know go back to bed essentially so I went back to bed anyway um a little bit later on in the night um one of the people in the house was like suddenly noticed that their like porch light went off and then they thought that they could see like some something moving in their in their garden mm-hmm. essentially like on their property mm-hmm. like to like the left of their property it was like they could see something like poking out from like behind a wall and then back again okay peaky peaky <laughs> so it's really weird um so he was like keeping an eye on that but like he still didn't like say anything to anyone he was just like mm. okay this, this is like a little bit strange and um and then sh- soon after that it sounded like they could hear something walking on the roof of their house. Seagulls. Seagulls. <laughs> Giant mutated seagulls. <laughs> and then they had a battle with the gremlins. <laughs> no, the goblins, yeah. No. Um, so anyway. Um, the titter-tapper, the titter-tapper mm. of the fiddler on the roof. So being from Kentucky, being... Uh, they get their shotguns. Yeah, grab yeah. my gun. They, they grab their guns. <laughs> anyway, so like what they had, apparently they had like two... Ri- so there was like a shotgun and a rifle in the house. So, okay. um so Pew. like um good good combo so like the guy yeah <laughs> so the guy was said he was going to go outside to like see what was on the roof and as the, as he like opened up the back door he actually saw that there was like a little creature like looking at him from like about 30 yards away right um and he was like locked eyes with it for a minute and then it just started moving towards him oh so he like freaked him out so he like put his gun up and he was like leave now and it just didn't say anything and just kept on coming towards him one thing i thought was like an interesting little side note as well is apparently he said it didn't so much like walk towards him as it like, like sort floated. of floated glo- stumbled mm. like gli- no like glided oh, i thought you were gonna say like bumbling towards him kind of like knocking a, stuff over what like a drunk yeah like a drunk zombie mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a drunk chimpanzee <laughs> <laughs> um yeah sort of like sort of gliding towards him so anyway, he put his gun up and he like gave it a warning and it just like didn't do anything. So he shot it and apparently when he shot it, um, it didn't like fall down or anything, but like just ran off into the woods. Right. But mm. as he because obviously it ran like I think almost like naturally he got like a, a, a sense of like empowerment. Mm. So um, he like naturally like walked to the end of his porch, um, and when that happened, his um, his friend suddenly pulled him back and it was at that moment that he realised that then there was like an arm like coming down from under the porch that was like trying to grab him so his friend had pulled him back because his friend had just suddenly seen this arm like mm. come down from the roof to like try and grab his friend mm. yeah so um his friend then ran out 
was like beyond the porch turned around and like shot that what was like the little one that was on the roof mm. um and that fell down and that ran off into the into the night as well so they both went inside the house and they shut the doors and they were like what the hell is going on here um like you know they were obviously just like proper patrol in the house and stuff mm. like that and then like a minute later and then the kids screamed again and they ran in and then they said that the little faces had been in the window again so they were like what the hell so Mate, um, I'd be like, right, everyone in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Let's all yeah. sit in a circle. So like, that's, yeah. that's that's what they did. Uh, that's yeah. what they did. But they were like, right. but they were like doing like little perimeters of the inside the house as well. So like the men mm. were sort of going around because they didn't obviously want them to be able to like sneak into the house or anything. Yeah. Um. So one of them like set up in the what was the kids' room, and then like, yeah. So after like a period of time, like a little face like turned up in the window, and he shot it like through the window. Right. So like shattered the glass. Um. Anyway, this basically carried on happening all night so they would like had shot multiple fires through the windows had like shot these little creatures there was never any blood left or anything like that but there was like apparently like strange almost residue left Mm. over okay like weird residue so anyway it got to um about six o'clock in the morning and then it just suddenly like cut like cuts us suddenly like um the local like the nearest police department Mm. and this whole family just bursts in like literally like loaded up the pickup truck so it got to like you know when they thought it'd be safe when the sun started going up apparently they made the decision they were like right all in the truck now and they literally went yeah, out guns yeah. on, like loaded up the kids loaded up the women just got in there and they just like tanked it off in the pickup um and they burst into this like into this police department and then just apparently they like from the the, the sheriff's like point of view he said that this family just like burst in and just looked, like ridiculously like like panicked and like out yeah. of breath yeah, and just yeah, like, yeah. like manic like proper they'd manic they'd had a tough night yeah they'd mm. had like a strange time of it and um so he was like you know like what's wrong y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what exactly what happened <laughs> and then um they started telling him and he just naturally like started laughing and he was like what like do you what talking about you expect me to believe that you got attacked in the night by like strange little goblin creatures <laughs> and everything um and they were like look like what happened would happen we don't like care if you think it sounds weird or anything like this thing happened to us like are you going to help us or not so we were like like naturally the sheriff was like okay this is this is probably like a, a like a case of like mistaken identity it was either probably like some like animal from the woods mm. do you know what I mean like maybe like a bear or like and some bear cubs or something <laughs> we always so end up back on bears <laughs> everything <laughs> some raccoons everything's either bears or aliens yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah yeah bears are the real aliens <laughs> yeah imagine that no. Bears are shape-shifting aliens, mm. goblin bears. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's like thought it was like either that or it was just like people, right? You know. Anyway, um, apparently what he also thought as well because you know like publicity stunts and that he's like maybe it's some sort of like they're stunt. trying to get a bit of attention, yeah, yeah, for, like you know, yeah. newspapers or something. But apparently, like um, like real enough, like when they when the police went back to the property with the family. Apparently it was like a crazy scene because apparently they got there obviously and there was like they were just like had like, were, like blasted shotgun holes like all throughout the house. It's so, like all the windows like, right. yeah, yeah, blown yeah. out. There were like random holes in like the roof where like they'd like just started, like firing off at these like creatures that had been on the roof during the night like different instances. So like so, they're they're quite committed if this is a hoax. Yeah, do you <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? like, they yeah, like, essentially yeah. caused their house like. I don't know, like ten thousand dollars yeah. worth of property damage, May- maybe more. Like I don't know, just like blasted holes in the roof, blasted their windows out, loads of like you know bullet holes in the in the house from like you know, you know different gunshots and stuff. Um, 
Is that a UFO outside? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Coming to get us. Mm. <laughs> that's the little gremlins. Mm-hmm. That's this little Kentucky. We are coming yeah. for you. The Kentucky goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, the sheriff was like, you know, didn't really know what to make of it, but they did do like a perimeter search and try to look for like evidence right. of what was going on. And they, apparently they did find like strange footprints at a couple of places around the house, mm. including under like the window where the, the uh, okay. children were. Oh, so they were like leaving some kind of like footprints and stuff. Yeah. What, what about the residue? Mm. Yeah, so this is what I'm going to say as well. And the police also found like an almost like a metallic residue. Mm. Right. Some like weird, almost like powdery metallic residue. Right. Mm. Where it looked like around the areas where the guys that said that they mm. they thought they'd shot them, mm. and apparently it was like nothing that they'd ever seen before. That's crazy. Have you ever heard on like um, at, uh, um, crop circle sightings and things? Or, or, yeah, I know or, about. Or I know obviously mm. about crop circles. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, but the residue that's like that's found there as well. Mm. So just you saying about this metallic residue. So I remember like you know reading about that and like. Um, like the 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 um the crops are never dead they're just like folded <coughs> over and kind of like almost like platted within each other so they can grow again which is really weird so it's not like it right. just like like burns a hole like you know burns yeah. the actual patterns yeah, yeah, of the crop cycle it just things them and there is this like metallic like residue that's left there as well oh, really? it's this weird stuff i've never heard people, of, i yeah. always thought it was just almost like because you said about burning it i didn't even think it was like that. i thought it was just almost like the imprint of where something had been like like yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so it actually like folds over the crops and almost puts them in this weird like kind of like mm. plat not plat but like imagine like all curled round each other right but, but they're so that it's so they're not damaged and that they can still grow what are your views it's on crazy. crop circles then i i don't know really man like um i i like to believe like that it, it is this um because the, the patterns and everything you know it's all these like geometric like mandalas and stuff and it's yeah. like this really cool imagery and it's supposed to be like rese- representing like free energy and stuff like that and like mm. the the abilities that we could have with this technology it's almost like giving examples of that type mm. of, of of that technology in use i like i think that's pretty cool but yeah like the fact that it's not killed the, but like nothing's damaged so mm. that, and and the fact that it leaves this residue it's been known there's been known to be like this yeah. residue and proper charge as well like you know like radiation or like, mm. like I'm, not, I'm not sure if it is radiation but it's like electronically charged or something like you go to the sites yeah. and there's this like residual energy there as well and i think that's pretty interesting is that some like, of them some of them are so precise as well mm. that when i look at them i almost think without an actual bird's eye view how would yeah, you get in that precise? Well, I, I do know there are like some people that are like almost like amazing at it that yeah. like openly yeah. say that they like do yeah, they yeah, do crop yeah. circles mm. like that's what they they do. Yeah, with some of them, like I definitely I think yeah that could be humans, but like you say, some of them are super complicated. Mm. And so with the metallic residue, I said as well, with the metallic residue, is that like a rarer like occurrence? Is that like in some? Do you know if that's like I in don't some know. Like- I don't know. I just I just know like from researching it, I've definitely like mm. seen that or seen people presenting that as evidence. But I, I haven't studied like every single it, one or anything. It would be cool if it was like they only found it at the sites of ones that like nobody came forth and obviously said they did it. Mm. If it was like Farmer mm. Joe had done it in his mm. field, it would yeah. be like, what? Do you and I know we're actually quite close because where is it? Um, like Wiltshire is a real known place for them to happen. So I remember I, I drove down there. Yeah, and like I drove mm. down there and then there was this like, there was this crop circle museum and I went in there and like, was, I was just like, like well, looking so around what, all what the ones that were there. what was in the museum then? Just loads of examples of crop circles. What, like pictures? And it was, yeah, pictures and stuff, you know, and some examples of this ev- evidence 
what I'm saying about as well. So oh, like the metallic, metallic stuff metallic and, and and yeah, and like people go in there and like you'd get a lot of them are in like um, people's uh, like like private property and stuff. So but you can't get to them. But mm. like sometimes you can get to them or like you know or people will go and they like meditate in them and stuff mm. like that and say that they can real feel this like like I I drove this um this woman like um to it to an event once and she was just from Glastonbury and I never met her before and she was a bit she was a bit crazy. But how did you even like meet her to drive her? Uh, so so I was going to an event and someone said uh, can you give her a lift basically because she's going to the event as well and I was like yeah that's cool like I knew the oh. person oh. that I didn't know her but I knew the person right. who asked me that's to that, take. Right. I see because yeah. otherwise I was like how did that even yeah no random one but she yeah. was a real interesting woman like well into all this stuff but she was saying mm. about that she would go to them she she's been to loads of them and right. stuff and and um, she was telling me about like meditating and almost like communicating with like extraterrestrials <laughs> and stuff by just like sitting in this crop circle and being like she said that she was almost like feeding off the energy of it or something yeah she said it would feel like this complete like elevated feeling of like love and stuff and like and and just um like a real heightened energy yeah and when when you actually go with and and i was thinking i really want to go to one and actually see if there's a tangible feeling to it you know yeah it'd be pretty cool to see that's crazy i've never really given them much thought as i said i have like i think i've like you know i must have watched like certain like bits of it in documentaries and read some stuff about it because i I know stuff about it, if you know what I mean, but mm. I just can't remember exactly from where. But I do remember hearing that, like, yeah, some people, like, almost, like, not obviously do it for a living. I don't mm. think you make very much money. Mm. But, like, almost, like, make a point of doing do it, it as a hobby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They do it, like, you know, like, a couple times a year or something like that. And yeah. they're, like, showing how they do it. And they just basically use, like, big metal rollers. Mm. Mm. I mean, they just, like, push it around and stuff and just, like, almost, like, enjoy making out of it. And, and almost, like, enjoy... The, the the mystery of it if you know what i mean like not so much doing it to con people but they obviously get off like it's like almost like a bit fun to think that people are going to be like <gasps> yeah, you know, yeah, where, yeah you know what i mean like what, yeah. where did this come from mm. and they're just like doing it in the and night, like yeah. a bit of artistic expression yeah exactly like, so i know there's people that do it do them on beaches yeah so you get like they get these rakes and that and then do these like insanely huge like mandalas and stuff that are almost like crop circles but yeah. they're just on a beach but then they just get washed away yeah. by the sea obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? i think my, my opinions on things like crop circles are quite similar to my my opinions on things like like bigfoot in mm. terms of like there's so much there's so many like hoaxes and there's so much explainable stuff that it almost like detracts a little bit from the unexplainable stuff yeah and, and do you know what i mean so it's almost like because 90 percent of it is either like somebody did it or it's explainable in some way it almost like ruins the 10 percent, which is like it seems like a genuine mystery mm. do you know what i mean mm. and i think it's like then it's almost like it's so tempting then to like like um tar the whole subject mm, with like the mm. same yeah because if it's brush, plausible you know? for thousands of these crop circles to yeah. all be made just by people wandering out at night yeah then why isn't it for the rest of them and also, it's also my, my same opinion on the same thing as like conspiracy theories you know we talked about conspiracy theories before and i was like saying how it's like you know like nine out of ten conspiracy theories are just that they're conspiracy theories yeah but there's always that one in ten which turns out to be true mm. yeah you know like and we've talked mm. about some of them yeah. on the show before yeah. and it's the same thing mm. i think with all of these subjects it's like i do think there is an element of it where like the the, the basis of it or like the origins of it is based in some sort of mystery or, mm. or like some sort of like unknown origin yeah but I think it's like over the years, like because of like whether it's people trying to get attention or it's just like for fun or whatever like that. It's like people obviously then do it, and then it almost like yeah, it tarnishes the whole thing a bit, you know. I've just remembered mm-hmm. something. I can see that your, your face, that like yeah, it's and like it's exciting. quite awesome. Okay, um, go on. So this this is this was a weird one. Um, I just remember because I did research on it years ago. Yeah. Um, 
there was a there was a there was a message that was sent out in the 70s uh it was either the 60s or the 70s it was um, a satellite yeah out into yeah, space yeah, yeah. I know like a bleep, 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 like you know a kind right, of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was this crop circle right that that turned up and it was it was like uh it was like half a face and then like all this code and it was like literally like this insanely like complex crop circle mm. and they decoded it and it was a response to the message that was sent out by the satellite. What? That was a pretty crazy So in, one. in what That's way? In, in it was like, it was like the message said something like, is there anyone out there? Blah, 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 whatever. And, and, um, and it literally said like, this is in response to this message or like, this is in, oh, the, right. you know, the, the, the answer in the crop yeah, circle I, I, yeah. was like, you know, I think the, pro- I, I cool. think like the probe or the satellite, however you want to talk about it, probably probe is better word. Cause I think satellite, it has to satellite something, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, it has to orbit something. I think this was like but, a radio frequency that was sent out. It was yeah, like, sure. I've, I've heard of out. stuff like well, that. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I know that there was a probe that was sent out in like the in the sixties, I believe. And because I remember, I heard like about it was like a few years ago. It said it finally had gotten to like the like the borders of our solar system, which was mm. pretty cool. Because mm. I remember it was like big news because it was like, oh yeah, this like this like thing that was sent out like you know almost 60 years ago like 55 years ago or something has literally just got to the boundaries of our solar system right so it was like the furthest it's the first time ever that a man-made object had like st- had gotten to the borders and is obviously now beyond our galaxy which if is like you, insane isn't it if you had to send out yeah like one message to an alien right you can choose one thing that from all of humanity yeah uh, that you can show to aliens let's say either if they invade or just send them out in space yeah what do you choose Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> I, sh- I show them the Conan the Barbarian movie. <laughs> no, I wouldn't really. I show them Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think that's such a hard one because it's like, if how do you sum up an entire like civilization and culture that like humankind have had that like goes mm. over the course of like, you know, like the first, um, the first like, quote unquote human like evolved like two million years ago, right? And Homo sapiens, as we know them now, have only been around for about two hundred thousand years. So, how do you like? I think you just find like the funniest video you can possibly find. Watch Dumb and Dumber. Some guy getting like hit in the balls or something. <laughs> so now I like the idea of them watching Dumb and Dumber or something, just because. Like, have you yeah. seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lloyd and Harry in it. It's yeah. so funny. Like it's just such a funny movie. Either that, or if I wanted to get really deep, I'd show them like, um, I don't know, like something about like the Fibonacci sequence or something. Right. Or maybe like play them like Lateralis by Tool because obviously they use the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, in that. yeah. And it's like I think that like most um, like intelligent beings would like understand the Fibonacci sequence. Mm. Understand it. <laughs> I reckon you could get like a like an actual because I I reckon you could make something crazy out of drones because they use drones now like they use fireworks. Have you seen this? No. Are, are, they, are they just like bombs? Aren't they? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> drones? No, cause, yeah, because you said like drones, like they got fireworks, but I know that obviously the military no, used drones. No, 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 so when no, you were like fireworks, so like, I was like, isn't that just like bombing people? No. So like, for instance, in in uh, Olympic ceremonies and yeah. I think uh, the actual firework display in like, London and everything now, yeah. they use actual drones to like all oh, synchronize. I Have saw that in New Year's Eve actually. They look because that was mental. They look ridiculous. Because I do something like that basically displaying the history of humankind. I remember watching that on New Year's Eve actually and being like in awe of it because um I didn't know anything about it but um uh like like my sister-in-law's boyfriend. Right. Um he's like he he's like a drone pilot. Yeah. He's just like uh, he's got like a business that does drone photography and stuff like that called Bad mm. Wolf Horizons. 
Um, so he knows obviously like loads about drones. Yeah, he's he, the like, drone he, man. He, he builds his own drones. That's good. And they, he's he's made he's made them because he couldn't find drones on the market that could go as fast as he wanted. Right. And he does like some of his. I have to show you, man. Some of his videos are mental. Like he flies yeah. them at like high speed, like through these like crazy places, and it's it's nuts. That's crazy. Um. Obviously, he's like in that world so he was like telling me about it like before it happened and um if he hadn't told me i probably wouldn't have even paid attention to it and even like realized how amazing if it was if you know mm. what i mean because i was looking out for it mm. but it was such an intricate display like you think about yeah. fireworks and you obviously just think about stick them in the ground and then they go off but it was like it was like this artwork in mm. the sky and yeah. it was like crazy it yeah was crazy they do it all on a system don't they I don't so know. They're all, so they'll plot out like where oh, the drones are yeah. going to go at this point and they'll just follow that So it's system. like pre-mapped and then you just yeah, go yeah, yeah, and yeah. They do it all. Yeah. I know they do it and I think they do it in like Tokyo and everything a lot. Really? They I can imagine. Utilize it, but I it's so powerful. Mm. Mate, it's mental. Mm. And we're going to listen to a track now. This is Sun King by The Cult. Stick around when we come back. We're going to get right back into... Oh yeah, we are. I haven't even finished the Kentucky Goblin story so we'll get back into that. Full circle. That was Sun King by the Cult. You're listening to Pandora's Box on Aspen Weight Radio. Hey, you're having a lovely, lovely, lovely day out there. So, so we got a little bit off track before that um, track, um, before that last song. <laughs> <laughs> Tracks everywhere. Because <laughs> um, we I was telling you a story about the Kentucky Goblins. Ah, uh, yeah, those little. And then we goblins. got onto like crop circles and mm. stuff as well. But I'm going to bring it round. Back, bring full, it right back now. Full mm. circle. Mm. Bring it back now, y'all. Bring it back now. <laughs> yeah, so um, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. the fact that there was, like, the police found some weird residue mm. yes. from where the guys yep. had, like, shot at these, like, weird little creatures. Mm. Um, so, anyway, yeah, there was, like, loads of damage on the property. Um, apparently, the family were, like, really, um, like, obviously shook up about it. But like, decided to stay living there and like, rebuild. One thing that I think is is really interesting, which is definitely worth mentioning, is the closest neighbours, which lived about a mile away, were interviewed, and they did say that the night it happened, they also saw the lights in the sky and then uh, saw and then saw okay. something like coming down as if it was landing. Adds a little bit more another a corroboration, bit more, a bit more credence, mm. credence to the story, a bit more tangibility yes you know? yes indeed plausibility plausibility tangibility <laughs> credence <laughs> I like that about stories when well, I think that's one of my favourite bit about mm, stories is when it's not just like one one family mm. yeah they're saying it when, when, when there's some other witnesses other witnesses Multiple yeah witnesses. makes it far more intriguing doesn't it because you're yes. like it just makes you believe it more mm. makes it makes it like shift in your head it's like from ten just times being more plausible yeah 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 i think with this story like, the thing is like, i thought made it sound interesting was a like the physical damage to their house mm. like i think that you'd have to be a complete idiot to just run on me start firing like shotguns mm. into your house and blow mm. out your windows and that because i like, think like not having windows is a big deal mm. in your home. And how much that would cost to actually sort yeah. all of that out. Insurance yeah, exactly. probably wouldn't pay out for like, you know, there were some aliens turned up and <laughs> I was shooting at them all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'd probably they have did. to repair all that and pay for all that yourself. Imagine like, imagine that being on your insurance policy. <laughs> Insured against... Oh, sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm covered for aliens. I'm covered for alien invasion, mate. I'm covered. Um, but yeah, so one, one of the things that's interesting is, is um, um, at first they were asked like from multiple sources and sort of like the Kentucky and wider American like media to do like a couple of interviews about it. And at first they said that they would, but then when they realized that like all the articles coming out, were almost like more like taking the mick out of them. They immediately mm. just ceased doing any interviews. And to this day, they haven't done an interview and they've like refused to like see anybody about it. Right. One thing that they did do for a while, which makes, I think the story seem a little bit more dodge is apparently they were, um, 
paying a fee sorry um you know charging a fee to, to people to people if they wanted oh, to come to the house i don't mm. know about that mm. but then again i think at first i think my initial like re- reaction to that is someone like, had to pay for the windows y- yeah 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 <laughs> my initial reaction to it is like okay yeah that seems a little bit dodge but mm-hmm. then i'm like well actually mm-hmm. i actually think that's just f- fair enough in terms of like the entre- entrepreneurial spirit like mm. if you if you can make a little bit of money, mm. if people and want if people to are come turning there, up anyway, yeah. rather than turning them away or yeah. just having to show loads of people around all the time, you might as well do it in an organised manner. Yeah. While you yeah. can do it in this organised way, like okay, well, this is you can walk around the house and come in here, but we're going to charge you some money because otherwise you're just basically trespassing. Yeah, so, so I, actually, I actually think that's fair enough, personally. Mm. I think my one issue with the story, yeah, is that there's no real intent from the aliens or from the goblins. When mm. I when I think of like alien stories, there mm. always seems to be like a overriding, oh, you know, we want to communicate, uh technology's Not bad, always. this kind of thing. Not always. For a lot of them. For a lot of them. I think for me, it gets rid of that plausibility a little bit. Yeah. When it's almost just like, oh yeah, these creatures arrived and we're looking mm. in my window. You know what I mean? I mean? Mm, yeah, but I mean I think the my the way I think about that though is just like um you're almost like thinking about it almost in too much of like a, in like a code. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like take like the humankind, like, you know, of like the 7.5 billion people on the planet, like you're going to see such a wide, diverse um, mix of like actions, reactions, ways of life, ways of being like things that people do, you know? So it's like to think that there's only these like certain set ways that like these creatures could mm. act, I think is almost mm. like... I think it's like limiting your thinking. It's a good mm. point. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? It's a good point. I think that like billions of stars in the sky, they could all be a bit different. If yeah, they yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Like, who am I to say? Do you know what I mean? But I just think that like, if they sort of were landing almost maybe just to do like a little bit of like recon or something like that, I don't know. Like, mm. it makes. It, it, I find it weird how like they they kept coming back even though they were getting shot at loads and stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit like um, when I think. Uh, of like yeah say like recon and having a look mm. and just come having a, having a bit of a mooch what's around seeing what's going on mm. if they can see that you're hostile then it'd probably either make them want to be hostile to you or you'd think oh i gotta back off a little well bit. i don't yeah. necessarily think that either really? i think well i think like they they obviously weren't that damaged by the gunshots oh yeah so if it's uh, yeah so mm. if they it's not affecting them too yeah. much they're just like oh they, they, they're they were, shooting at me they weren't at any point violent towards the people they were obviously like harassing them whether they meant to or not they were obviously harassing the people in the house but they never could like obviously showed any intent of of trying to harm the people mm. the fact that they could were unaffected pretty much by the gunshots apart from leaving this weird residue um shows that you know if they wanted then to just keep almost like marching forward and then mm. to attack that they could have done mm. It's almost I've like lost respect for them now, though. Really? Yeah, just because. <laughs> just oh no! Be, just, be, Drew's just because lost, they've lost Drew as an ally. Yeah, no, they've just lost because you know, if it's pretty freaky in it, like, that'd be camp- pretty freaky for for us, uh, our our little brains who are Mate, just that'd like be mega you know, freaky. Yeah. yeah so, if they, so, so if they can see that we're so freaked out, like we're shooting at them and that, don't keep coming back. You want to get on, boy? <laughs> yeah, but you got to think about it like this, right? Because it's all about perspective, right? Say you came across a stray cat mm. right 
So stray cats are obviously, you know, very different temperament to domestic cats. Although mm. to us, we just see a cat. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that kitten outside the front? It was going mental. Yeah. I don't know if you were here the day, actually. I remember there's a cat that comes around sometimes out here. Yeah, there was this little grey kitten that Aww. got stuck down that. There's a big drop just outside yeah, of yeah. Uh, where oh, we are. It studio. got stuck down there. But literally, we were trying to go down the gate and it was going mental. As soon as you it was like, obviously scared, to, man. Yeah, obviously mm. scared. But like that, we had to get it out because it was just stuck mm. in the drain. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So someone came out with like some gloves in on from from like the uh dentist next door and just picked up but it went mental so yeah i kind of know what you mean so yeah the the point i'm making is is like for us right we we we'll come across like a stray cat say say if you want to catch it for whatever reason maybe i don't know it could be any reason you maybe you want to decide you want to keep the cat and you're going to take it to the vets to get it like fleed and wormed and neutered and all that or whatever right but you come across that cat you almost like know your intention And, and in that scenario you're like the master of the scenario so you're at ease even if you're going to like physically manhandle the cat, approach the cat, even if the cat doesn't want you to approach it, you're going to approach it anyway. Even if the cat um, acts aggressively towards you, you're still going to approach it and mm. you're just going to find a way to sort of like handle the situation because you know it's for the cat's better good or whatever. Mm. Right. In that, in that scenario with the aliens, the aliens are the people and the humans are the stray cats. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So what when you're saying like you're losing respect for them, I think even that maybe is a bit like unnecessary mm. well i don't know just because like if um it well depending on what their intentions were you know what i mean like it I, wasn't I, obviously I, anything that malicious because they didn't uh, harm the people i guess the thing, worst thing you could say is i think it's disrespectful to like to infringe on someone's personal space in that way do you know what i mean but would you if, say it's disrespectful to a stray cat to like capture it to take it to the vets to like give it a better life well, I can't imagine these aliens because come they would down be to, looking... to, to, to giving us a better life or anything like that. No, no, I no, no. no. I, know, I, know, like... I know it's not like 100% a parallel analogy, but the point I'm making is is that um, I know that they weren't trying to take, capture us to like take us to bed or anything, but whatever they were here for, obviously, is probably beyond our, beyond our comprehension anyway, mm. right? The same way that it would be beyond a cat's comprehension to know why a human would want to capture it against its will. Right, mm. but say you have um, nothing but sort of benevolent intentions, right? The same way that the uh, the aliens ultimately do. You know, so, like the cat could scratch you. The cat even might potentially get so wound up it might even hurt itself. Mm. It's not going to stop you from from capturing it because you know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But you wouldn't necessarily say that's disrespectful to the cat. And that's coming from like a, I, I I love cats. I've always had cats all my life, and I absolutely love cats. But I wouldn't see it as like that's disrespectful to the cat. I, I, I think d- it depends on the outcome. Do you know what I mean? Like with the cat, like you're giving, like you say, you're going to denuture it, you're going to give it a better life and stuff like mm. that. I think because I don't know or we can't know what the intentions are of the aliens. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's where I'm like, you can't answer that because you don't know what their intentions were. Yeah, the story like, as I mean, well where they're just popping up in the window. Like it doesn't almost seem that they've got a bigger intention. Out. That's what I thought. I but thought the thing it was is, just almost. They maybe they, yeah, but the thing is, they could have had an intention, but we just don't know what it is. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, so if their intentions were like, so yeah, I think it's relative. Like if it was like what you're saying, like positive, like yeah. it was totally positive, and they're going to show something or right. Or, like, or put it put it like this then. Then right. that's cool, but just like. I, I think it's this uh, it freaks me out it's probably yeah. I'm quite I'm probably like triggered by it because I'm freaked <laughs> out by by like by something infringing on my private like space or, or life yeah that that I have no control over like that freaks me out because yeah. you do you know what I mean like alright we're gonna listen to a track now anyway. this is The Unforgiven by Metallica stick around when we come back we're gonna get right back into it I've got some more analogies for Drew and, and Nathaniel 
Yeah, I've got. I, I've got, I think that might be the funniest <laughs> link we've done. <laughs> I, was, I was just sat there just giggling. It's the fact you're like, you know what? They've lost my respect. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's because, like, to me, like, because obviously Drew's like the alien one that knows all the names. It's just like, to me, it's such a d- defining moment in history that Drew has, like, suddenly decided he is no longer an ally of the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I mean, after all like, of these like, years of like, like you're the spokesperson for the Kentucky aliens like well uh, actually <laughs> yeah. I'm like their lawyer yeah. I'm like, well think of it this way uh, and we've got a stray cat yeah. and you just imagine yeah, the yeah, judge yeah. there listening like good point that was This Mortal Soil by Mastodon before that we had Cool Jam by Lady Owl loving Mastodon just love how proggy and just cool Mastodon are mm. um, anyway we're talking as usual about aliens here on Pandora's box <laughs> <laughs> sort of like this has unofficially become yeah, like the alien channel the yeah. <laughs> alien show but anyway we were, if you've just like tuned in so we were talking about this um, story it's called the Kentucky Goblin story um, and I'll get into why it's called the Kentucky Goblin story not the Kentucky alien story because mm. there's still a lot oh, more wider ramifications oh. to this story and like more not background not even done yet not even done yet mate not even done yet but Drew was saying now he's like lost respect for the aliens <laughs> because like because what what um, well, Armstrong, because what Cup was saying to the left of me, aka Nathaniel, um, he was saying that it's this, the reason why the story doesn't necessarily sound like credible to him is because it almost seems like pointless, just like sticking your head in the window. But then I was sort of like saying, but you know, we don't know exactly what they what they could have been doing. Is it mm-hmm. just just because it seemed pointless to us? It might have been um, a bigger reason for what they were doing. Who knows? There also might not have been. I'm just saying. Um, but because we were using like an analogy, because Drew saying he lost respect because of the way that it seemed almost like disrespectful to the humans from just sort of like coming onto their property and winding us up to the point that we were going to like fire at them but still like persisting and I sort of was like saying you know but like if you were going to catch like a stray cat even if the cat was going to be like it was being aggressive to you and like trying to scratch you and was even like hurting itself because it was thrashing out so much but you needed to like capture it because you knew it was what's best for it because you were going to take it to a vet or whatever then you would probably still do it anyway you wouldn't see that you were disrespecting the cat Obviously, it's not a perfect parallel, but I've got like another analogy actually. I thought of which is even better. All right. So say like say you work for like the Wildlife Trust or something, right? And your job is to like manage like uh, like I was going to say manage, not the right word. <laughs> so like um, what's the word I'm looking for? My fr- our friend, my friend Alice actually does this with um, otters to like inspect and um, basically Help take protect. take notes on say like otter burrows or okay. like badger burrows um, and also like foxes right so say you're a fox or a badger right or an otter imagine you're in your burrow right you've got your kids there right you're chilling out for the day you've, you've, you've been hunting you've got your nice little burrow right now imagine right for some reason you stick your head out your burrow and you see a human there right mm. just like sneaking around because obviously they're trying not to disturb you so they're mm. almost like humans I've tried obviously the people that work for the world of trust there it's, it's against because we lo- got respect for the badgers yeah but it's against mm. the law to like these guys were just like <laughs> yeah he's just run around <laughs> yeah but yeah but yeah but this is yeah but this is the thing right so it would, it would be seem like real similar so right so say you stick your head out and you just see somebody almost like in the bushes like staring at you mm. right especially with like a little camera or something which to you <laughs> is like which to them is like weird futuristic technology mm. right and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm just like in my house with my little kids. Mm. And then there's like some weird creature outside, like poking around, staring at me with like this camera or whatever, mm. right? And then say, say um, you found out that the the Foxborough has like an outbreak of TB or something or something else wrong with them, 
right? Yeah, you've got to inoculate them. You're actually going to then start sticking your hand down the burr and trying to grab them and stuff. Right. Well, think, to the foxes, right, or the badgers or the otters, whatever, in this scenario, they're going to see that as nothing but in, as an aggressive invasion mm. of their space. Mm. From their point of view, there's this, there's this unknown assailant. They, you're just trying to sleep in your burrow with your kids, right? And then this, this creature has not only been... Uh, you not only captured it being sneaky along the borders of your territory and just, like, staring at you and sneaking around, but then has aggressively, you know, moved in on your territory mm. and even maybe tried to abduct your children mm. or yourself, mm. maybe even put you under, and then you just wake up again in your burrow or something, mm. right? To them, that is seen as nothing but a disrespectful, aggressive, mm. strange, terrifying experience. To us, that would maybe just be trying to treat TB mm. for the betterment of the but that, But the thing is about that is, mm. is TB... Or um, trying to monitor the situation because mm. of um, to try and help protect them. So this is the bit that I'm not like. If that yeah. is the case for us, if they were trying to help us in some mm. way because we had our own TB that they were mm. trying to inoculate us from or something. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. then that's cool. But it doesn't seem. But maybe that's just you know what I mean. That's naivety. That, yeah. But I was gonna say because but the thing is right in the same way that foxes don't understand the comprehension of TB, we won't understand the comprehension of, of what why they, they were there. What, what, yeah. 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 No, I totally agree with that. I totally. Do you agree. Know that but it was like it the the pointlessness or do you know what i mean if there wasn't something like that Mm. yeah yeah so if there was something like that they were trying to help us with that's cool but if not then that's just annoying yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. basically if there is a if there is a higher movement then kentucky aliens you're one of us yeah if not not, screw you yeah Yeah. you weird little goblin aliens You little goblin aliens creeping on us. <laughs> yeah, so one of the interesting things that uh, makes that's the reason why they're called the Kentucky Goblins, mm. why it's called the Kentucky Goblin story, and not necessarily flat out um, like mm. the alien stories, is um, they're spiced with seven different, <laughs> seven different original flavors. Well, no, one, one of the interesting skin. things is is there's tales similar to this one that go back like thousands of years in North America and Ooh. it's even like ingrained in like the Native American tribes that used to live in mm. um, Kentucky used to describe they used to call it the the goblins so they used, to, mm. they used to describe them as goblins and they've got tales going back thousands of years mm. of like strange goblins that would and it would coincide with like seeing strange lights, lights in the sky and right. stuff where then like the tribes would then be like mm. harassed by what they would call goblins mm. okay that's another oh, little like they'd be, to it. they'd be like harassed or like strange things would happen or things yeah. would disappear and things like that. I remember that. I said in like a previous episode of Pandora's as well about like tribes that have mm. said that they've had these communications yeah. with like extraterrestrials like for, for thousands of years. So that's like another example of that, isn't it? Like, yeah. this, like they could have been watching for a very long time. Mm. Yeah, there's also another really a- sort of ambiguous tale. And this one, this one, um, make what you will of it because it could be like a hoax or it could be like genuine. But um, there was also like, um, I can't remember the name of the guy. He was like a paranormal investigator. This was like back in the 90s. So obviously it wasn't like nowadays we've got loads more media and stuff. Back in the 90s, obviously the internet was like quite a brand new thing. Mm. So I think this was like 1999 or something like that. And this bloke had like a paranormal website. Mm. Right. So it was like, you know, it was like one of those things that's like, Back in those days, you could either like phone somebody, send somebody a fax, or you'd like go on like a website and you could like contact them through the website. Yeah, but that was it. Email we didn't. Stuff, yeah, we yeah. didn't have like necessarily the things we have now. But um, anyway, this the guy that owned this paranormal website um, received an email from a guy that lived in Kentucky, and he basically like destri- described this account. It was like very similar to this one that happened, um, the original Kentucky Goblin story, but 
he didn't react in such an overly aggressive way and maybe because of that this was like a prolonged experience ah, so the right. first story was like one it. night of madness yeah. and then it was like they were never bothered again mm. yeah um, whereas this one was like strange so this one was this one I found a bit more like creepy and a bit more sinister just because it seemed a little bit more like drawn out and also a bit more like ice. Um, it gave me almost like a feeling when I was listening to it of almost like Chills. isolation Right, because like the guy lived like similar to the first one, lived like right in the middle of, of Kentucky. But the first one, obviously, like with his family and everything. the family had like family to mm. stay, so it was like quite a lot mm. of people in the house. You know, there was like two fully grown men, like several women, lots of kids. Do you know what I mean? So it was like at least you're in like a big group mentality. Mm. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was like a bloke, his wife, and his daughter, and that was it. Mm. And the bloke basically kept also like most of it to himself because he didn't want to scare his family. Mm. Right. So um, it similarly, it started with his daughter saying that um, at night. Um, she oh, see that it no, no, sorry. This is the first. This is the first I've missed the first bit of the story, which was actually really cool. So um, sometimes, um, <clears throat> obviously, they might have like family over and stuff, and they would like have cousins like to stay with them and stuff. So his daughter would play with her cousins. Okay. Um, and the dad came in from work one day and assumed that you know that he had some relatives over because he saw his daughter like playing in the distance like over like on like on like a hill oh. on like a hill um and he could see two let's call them beings that yeah. were about the same size as his daughter um just sort of with like, her no or not 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 oh, like directly with her watching. but near her mm. so he assumed that it was like her, two of her cousins yeah. that were just like playing with her mm. right mm. so when she came back like a minute later it was like oh daddy daddy you know like how was work you know nice to see like how was work and that he was like chatting to her normally and he was saying he was like he was like where are, you, where are your cousins where are your cousins gone she was like what are you on about and he was like you're playing with your cousins weren't you and she was like no and he was like who are you over there with then and she was like I wasn't with anybody I was on my own and he was like what like in his head he didn't like he didn't oh, car- carry it on one. but he was like said that like r- right, really he cl- know what he saw really he close to he her saw. he saw like two little I think he decided to call them like the pale children or something like that okay mm. that's so, the name that he dubbed it just, um, just to clarify yeah I'm oh, sorry um, when when you started this this story, I was almost imagining like little green sort of fools. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. When I when I've searched it up, like the actual rendering of them is like they're either metallic or they're like human like skin. Mm. Oh, that's that's a creepy. almost like little like yeah. Like, oh, you've got a picture fish, of them, have you? Fishmen, yeah. Got a picture up here. Can you like? I'll, I'll try and grab it on my phone. Yeah, yeah, but sure, sure, sure. Show the cameras and everything, but yeah, they're like little, almost like swamp. Skinned creatures, mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. bit pruned. Maybe. Well, yeah, because when you hear goblin, the first thing I think of is almost like a little Lord of the Rings type creature. Yeah, yeah. and and I w- like I was thinking like why goblin, but it must be this weird appearance for it to be. Well, a I think goblin, as well because if it's like an alien, you would say a- like alien or like. You know the what thing mean? is, like, it's like there's so many different names for so many different things mm-hmm. as well. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. goblins and it's like, seem a bit monstrous. Like those grey aliens. Mm. Cita reticuli. Cita reticuli. Drew's on first name terms with them. <laughs> they're like they're very small, strange-looking little creatures. Well, yeah. also goblins are very small, strange-looking little creatures. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's weird. Look at that. Oh, they almost look a little bit like greys as well, don't they? <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got there is different renderings of them and everything. This is another photo, kind of <laughs> that sort of. Build. Is that like an old Native American picture or something? Because that looks mental. Uh, I'm not too sure to be honest it just says history lesson so it obviously goes back a long way but there is a lot of stuff on them and they're all kind of that lanky Mm. long arms 
small frame. As big I said, head I know it's like a big part of folklore in nowadays in Kentucky, and it's like almost like one of those things where, as I said, I think the Native American tribes thought of them as like spirits or mm. like monsters or, or like not monsters but like spirits or demons or like creatures mm. of the forest or something. Mm. I think anything when it's ingrained into like yeah. a culture, there's some kind of truth in it of these mm. experiences. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's so like you know yeah ingrained. I think as well. Like before, I just sort of get back onto the main topic as well. I think there's like. Um, from people that like to dwell in the realms of the paranormal and the unknown mm. I think there is almost like a bit of like a shift or at least like debate nowadays as, uh, in terms of like maybe things that people in medieval times and before thought of as like demons or monsters mm. could potentially actually be like aliens for example yeah. do you know what I mean and it's mm. sort of like if you want to believe that sort of thing then it's plausible isn't it yeah do you totally. know what I mean totally man I mean you could say, I mean, before, until an animal is, like, classified by science, it's essentially a monster, isn't it? Mm. If, you know what I mean? Mm. Up until the point where it's classified by science, that once it's classified by science, it's an animal. Before that, it's almost like a monster of folklore. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or some terrifying beast that can, like, rip man limb from limb, and it's, <laughs> yeah. like, massive and bears. <laughs> <laughs> and before something is understood technologically, it's, um, it's magic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before thing. something can be explained by science, it's magic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always think that like science and magic are essentially the same thing. Mm. It's mm. just like what people used to call magic is now science. Mm. Even mm. like alchemy, like alchemy used to be considered science. Nowadays, you just be a chemist. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, alchemy used to be considered magic. I meant to say. Now, mm. nowadays, if you an alchemist, mm. you're not considered like a magician or a wizard. Mm. You just be a chemist. Mm. You work in chemistry. It's very yeah, interesting, it. isn't it? Very mm. interesting. But um, where was I with the main story anyway? So, um, so he saw that he said yeah. so the good kids, yeah, yeah. So, um, soon after that, his um, daughter started um, like screaming in the night and and stuff like that. And he said that the first time it happened, he remember he heard his daughter scream. Obviously, naturally, when you wake up and hear your daughter scream, it was like primal mm. paternal reaction. He just yeah. like, jumped out of bed, went to like run to her room. Didn't get as far as her room though, because she was already like bolting it down the corridor. Right. Mm. So they like you know met in the room, and she said, and she said that she'd seen like a little face in her window, and it terrified her. Mm. So and apparently she flat out refused to sleep in her bed Ooh. after that. So in this guy's mess email to the to the paranormal guy who owned this this website, he basically said that up until that moment, like up until that point in time, his daughter had slept in their bed every single night since because she flat out refused to. Mm. Yeah. So, again, so um, apparently, like this guy's wife was like pretty much not oblivious to it all, but obviously, like he let almost like let her believe that it was like nightmares and stuff like that because he didn't want to worry. As yeah. Well. But he'd yeah. also seen something as well, so that that's so yeah. good that yeah. he actually saw something because it's like you would he would have probably just been like, oh no, you yeah, go saying, back to you know, bed. Sort of yeah. Thing, but yeah. he's like, oh, maybe there is something in this, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's mm. also like, understandable because I think I would do the same thing. Like he didn't involve his partner in it because mm. he thought probably it would just make the situation worse. Like it would add to the hysteria and the panic mm. of the house. Like I think. Yeah. As um, I think this might this might be considered like an old-fashioned opinion by some people, but like I almost think it's almost like a job as like the man of the house to like almost like be like a calming presence and mm. to like keep everything under control. Mm. You know, mm. like keep make sure that your missus and your kid feel safe and like they're not panicking and mm. don't, don't add mm. to that. Mm. You know, try and relieve it and take it away wherever possible. So it was like what at that point in time, what would have been the good of almost like creating more hysteria by like telling her? Like, I think oh. if you knew this was going on, you, your mind would start to trick you into seeing stuff as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And um, but like soon after that, um, he it was like it snowed soon after that, mm. and um, what he started noticing was pretty much um, he noticed it once, almost like the first time, almost like randomly, um, 
but he noticed like strange tracks oh the, the footprints are here <laughs> like around the, around his house and he found them in like several places around his house once he noticed it once he made a point of checking for every day and mm. pretty much and more or less not every day but more or less every day he found mm. like strange tracks around his house that you couldn't um, put i think so he said like they, an animal i think he said that they were almost like three-toed like right. almost like a weird like three tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe see if you can find that man. I don't know. You might be able to find it. Say, say like I don't I've know. actually got a foot up here. Have you? What does oh, it look yeah. like? What yeah, it's it? almost like almost like a little chimp foot <laughs> sort of thing, <laughs> but with three toes, like you say. Right, right, yeah. So it's almost got that kind of very rounded sort of base, unlike a human foot. Right. And then the three little toes hanging out is a mm. photo for you guys as well. So you can kind of see. Yeah, that's cool. Oh wow man. Yeah. Yeah. And like Apparently, like soon after this, this happened, the guy like um, decided um, to like start putting like yeah, the, like the the lights in, like the sort of like the floodlights were there, you know, they're yeah. they're set off by movement. Mm. And apparently, so he would like deliberately stay up late at night sometimes, just see, just, just see to see if, if anything off. would be set off and mm. see if he mm. could see anything. And um, sure enough, um, they started getting set off some nights, and. He he started describing how we would see sometimes like these. I think he said it was like between two and three, like little creatures like moving around the perimeter of his house, and right. almost like being sort of like just sneakily, sort of never actually like coming doing anything, never but. actually doing anything crazy. Yeah, mm. just but, having a mooch about. Yeah, and he didn't do what like the original Kentucky family did. He didn't just like try like, and shoot him. Just suddenly yeah. just kick the door out and just start sh- going crazy. Yeah, he was just sort of observing them, but like. Obviously, he found it extremely menacing. Yeah, but he said that they would just sort of like just like sneak around the house, and um, you know, like he never like I don't think he ever necessarily saw it himself like peer in the windows, but he could imagine that when he wasn't around, that they probably did because mm. mm. he would find also like footsteps like underneath like certain windows in the house and stuff mm. like that. Right. Um. Anyway, um, do you know what? I actually can't remember a hundred percent what like triggered this. But anyway, his um, his wife and his daughter ended up going and staying with relatives because apparently like freaked out they were just freaked out basically right Mm. Right, so he ended up staying in the house himself and the cool thing about this story as well is it's like you're not told even directly by the person you're told by the person that was getting the emails Mm. right so um the guy that was getting the emails like said that you know the guy had gone back to the house on his own and he was almost like there almost by this point doing research but he said he wanted help with the situation right and that's why he was messaging the guy Mm. right and um Hey, we're gonna get. I'll play a track now. When we get back there, we'll get into some more because it, it almost like ends <laughs> on like a, it almost like the story almost like ends in like a bit of like a weird like freaky cliffhanger. Okay. Mm. So um yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that. But for right now, this is Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. Non COVID rated cough. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Sometimes you just feel like under the weather but it's not because you actually have anything you just fucking like severely like oh mate if i get too if i don't get much sleep i i get fucked you know (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you know it is i I feel like run down i feel ill i remember i watched a really interesting podcast with a neurologist and he was just basically saying like do not underestimate the effects of (laughs) sleep (laughs) yeah yeah mate serious he was saying he was he was saying that in the long term it can actually take years from your life yeah and people go start going mental if they don't sleep and not not people people do night shifts yeah fuck that yeah but i i to be fair i could probably do that i'm quite a night bird but as long as i can sleep all day yeah yeah definitely definitely i get tired i get tired at 10 yeah that's good that's good though what good the best i ever feel is when you're in that 
rotor of just currently like sleeping at the right time. Yeah. You never feel better. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Mm. I don't know what it feels like, mate. <laughs> yeah, especially having a kid and stuff. I, yeah. I know. I know. Before I've been in like I've been in modes where I've literally gone to bed at like eight. Yeah. PM and yeah. woke up at like seven and yeah. just been like so comfortable mate, throughout the whole day. That is like so much it's a long sleep. Long time. You sleep sat from eight until seven. Yeah, that's eleven I hours. On head, then um, five on head. Get to bed, sleep until yeah. for that long. But yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Like, I probably went to bed at eight. We probably like, fell asleep at like nine. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spent an hour just getting comfy and being like, <sighs> yeah, just kind yeah. of chilling. Maybe on my phone. Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass out. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. I'm such a creature of the darkness. <laughs> I'm such a creature you of find, the darkness. You find with a lot of successful people, they always say like their sleep schedule is like the most important thing. Mm. Mm. Getting it, people get up at like five and just go and work out. Mm. That is true. Day. That is true. Yeah, I was reading this guy um, or watching this guy on a podcast saying that he gets up at like four or something stupid, but has the first two hours of his day to get everything like get hard ready. done. Yeah, yeah. So he has his workout then. Yeah. He does all of the stuff that he really needs to do in that day before he, anyone else is even out before of bed. Yeah. And then like, and then he can. And crack then on he with can the have day. breakfast. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's a pretty good idea. You guys yeah. play games, don't you? Yeah. Sometimes. Have you, have you got a console? I got an uh, Xbox One. I had right. I had an Xbox uh, Xbox One, mm. and we always used to use it upstairs, like like um, in my bedroom. One night we were just watching a movie there, and I had to go down for a piss or something. So I like so I, t- I put the remote down. You blew this, up. What's, Lit- this, what's this gonna be? Literally, literally, remote's just gone forever. <laughs> what? <laughs> seriously. What? Seriously, seriously, right? Me, like Meg was in bed still, and like and well, with like, the remote. No, like she. I went for a piss. Um, <laughs> I I paused it and so went you for a the piss. Remote? Yeah, and then come back upstairs. Remote was missing. Right, never Alien. to this day sat <laughs> found. And we like ripped out the bed from the bedroom, took all the wardrobe apart. Like I reckon, actually, like get, I reckon if I went to out. your place, I reckon I could find. Oh it. man, no, we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we went, we went. In, I reckon I could find. Oh, it. I don't know. Just, I, just on his bedside I table. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it'd be so mental. Nah, 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 nah. We're, this is this has been like this has been like months of searching. <laughs> Like, I love yeah. the idea of that. Such a, like every moment Drew is home, he spends no- he does nothing but search for months. the for the love. I refuse months. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you've been sleeping. Yeah, I refuse to um, buy a new remote control, but now I've just not had an Xbox for months. Yeah, because you just can't operate oh it. Yeah. Just can't operate it. So, That's yeah. too good, mate. That's savage, mate. What the my fuck? house swallows things. There. <laughs> I love that. Oh my, God. my house swallows things. <laughs> did you you live with someone, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You did that. Meg Anarchy see. Meg Anarchy see. Yeah, but before, mm-hmm. who was it before? Uh, Sarah. Sarah Chen. The Indian lady maybe that might, she, be, maybe, might have been African. Maybe she took it. She's African lady. No. So yeah, did you maybe. did you pause Weird. it and put it on the bed and go downstairs? Or did you pause it, take the remote with you for some reason? Thought that might have been the case. Searched everywhere downstairs as well. Wasn't the case. Where on earth could you have put it on the so way to the bathroom? So someone's got to have taken it. What bathroom did you and use? It, and, and, this, and this was it, right? So it was like, I went downstairs. I remember I went down... Got a glass of water. Yeah. Went to the bathroom. Walked back upstairs. That was it. Which bathroom? So in that did you time, use? downstairs. The main, one? main bathroom downstairs. Yeah. The one that you so like that took the time, carpets out recently. Yeah. So that time it was literally like. So there was the trail of downstairs. And I knew that I'd lost it in that time as to well. The, to the straight to the sink. Yeah. And then out of the sink to the toilet, straight back up. 
That's it. Mate, surely you can find that. Two surely. Two it's minutes. Gone. I'm telling you, sorry, that's gone. Someone's had that. It's oh, gone. It's, it's, it's Mate, crazy. why would... Why would... I don't think he's finding it. It's happened to me. No, I reckon, uh, I reckon he'll find I reckon it's you, what, You've lost something like that before. Like that. I, I lose stuff all the time. And it's never turned back All again. the time, yeah. yeah. I lost my iPod at one point. Never found it. Definitely in my house. This stuff happens to me like all the time. Yeah, too often what? to me as well. You, so you're, I think you're the weird one. You've never had anything like get lost. And just you in just your house just and, gone. Just never, and, they, and it's never turned up forever only when I was like a child but I think that's because <laughs> I was a retard <laughs> <laughs> like, like no seriously like I remember one of the, like the biggest heartbreaks of my like childhood was I had I, my, one of my favourite things to play with was toy swords mm. obviously because I wasn't allowed to play with real ones oh hell yeah and I had loads of toy swords but there was just one toy sword in particular that was like my favourite sword right mm. and one day I went to play with it right couldn't find oh. it I literally got to the point I was devastated. I literally turned the house upside down. My mum like helped me in everything, mm. searched everywhere. I never found the sword ever, ever. So it's like what you guys are saying. <laughs> I lose stuff all the time. That's the only thing I can mm. think of all the mm. time. I've obviously lose stuff, but then I find it. I reckon I that never... was a traumatic moment for you, man. Mm. Well, that's come up. That that's mate. come up for mm. a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to my point. What reason? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what. <laughs> Just, you know, to release it, finally. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe. Go over your fears. <laughs> I release you. Start losing stuff now. Yeah. Oh, I hope fucking not, mate. You need to play Call of Cthulhu. Oh, mate, I do need to. It's mm. so good. It's like a yeah, fan-made game, it. obviously. Is it like Assassin's Creed? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I just read that. It's like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. You go around shanking people randomly. So there's no like fighting. It's I'm not interested like, then. <laughs> it's literally no. just like a story game. There's, there's, oh, yeah. there's a, you get a gun at the end. But <sighs> at the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like an investigative it's, game, is it? Yeah, 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 like a detective game. I love but that. It's so compelling. Fucking good. Is it just full on? Best game I played in like that's the last game where I played it and I was like, it's too good. I gave it to my girlfriend instantly. It was yeah. like. You're buying a PS4. You're playing this. She, she loved it. it. One so thing I think. One thing I think is really good about like is it, is it indie games to call them? Like, yeah, not made by. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that like that? Like there seems to be like lots of indie games where it's almost like you're deliberately not given a weapon, but it's almost like to create this more yeah. sense of like, f- um, like being on edge helplessness, and fear. So like in games, often like even say like big franchises like Resident Evil and things like that, it's like yeah, they're scary, but there's always like you know you can. Yeah, I don't. That's not. It's gonna be hard, and mm. it's still gonna be sketchy when there's like loads of weird monsters and zombies running after you. Can you can still protect yourself. You've got like shotguns and stuff. So there's an element of like there's like a predator prey relationship. But if you're strong-willed enough, you can feel like the predator, not the prey, mm. right? Whereas with these indie games, it's like almost like regardless, you're gonna you have to be the prey. So mm. with this game, like you choose all the dialogue. Yeah. Right. Obviously, it's it's like the book, like but you you choose so, all the so dialogue, and depending on what you choose, right. opens up new options, mm-hmm. opens up new. So the ending could be different. Depending there's there's on like five different play. endings. Oh mate, it's so good. Mm. So it's, good. Like, it's like Witcher three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So incredible. And yeah. you are listening to Pandora's Box on Aspoint Radio. I'm your host, as always, Ubadiah Penny Whistle. Today with me in the studio we have Cup. Cup. And Armstrong. 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 Sounds like a transformer. Very, very robotic. Mm. So yeah, we're carrying on talking about this um the tale of the Kentucky Goblins. Right, so we're on this second story now. So just to recap, the guy's now on his own in the house. His kid and his missus have gone to live away. So this guy 
Let's imagine it from the tail, from the perspective of the guy that's receiving the emails, because that's the only way we really can. Mm-hmm. So this guy is sending back emails to the guy um, and corresponding with him, and he's now waiting for more information, essentially, from the guy. So he doesn't hear anything for a while. When he finally does get another email from him, he hears that the, the guy set, explains in his email that he managed to follow footprints one day. Right. Right. To a abandoned mine shaft, an abandoned mine shaft in um, yeah, like somewhere like a couple yeah. of, a couple of miles from his house. Okay. So um, apparently he said like he he didn't feel comfortable going in it on his own, <laughs> you know, because obviously it's like a sketchy situation. Yeah. Um, but he and I think he wasn't like he wasn't like a super gunny guy so I think he said that he purchased a rifle after the sort of experience that okay, happened yeah, so he yeah. didn't have a mm. rifle beforehand mm. um, so he obviously wasn't like had a background as like a hunter or, or mm. anything like that mm. but um, anyway so this this guy then apparently once the guy sent an email back to him and said okay like keep me up to date he didn't hear anything for, from him for ages and even though it was like really frustrating the guy wanted to remain anonymous as well so the guy right so i don't think it's like the you know he couldn't contact the guy directly really other than just trying to send him emails and hope that he would reply yeah so anyway, this guy suddenly went quiet for like months and even though the guy the paranormal investigator was like really eager to like keep up on the gates obviously naturally as the months went by mm. his attention just dwindled then anyway, we started working on other stuff and um he just so happened to be taken out um, on this, by the by, these these other people and some other apparently this other paranormal expert, and to go visit this sort of cave system, he didn't really think much of it at the time, but it also was an old abandoned mine, mm. right? So anyway, he was such in this mine, this old abandoned mine, but apparently it was like it was like a mine built into an old cave. Okay, okay, so it was like a cave a long time before it was mm. excavated to use as a mine, and at the end of this mine, apparently there was like a massive what looked like a massive boulder and it looks like a little bit off and a little bit strange in terms of like it didn't look like it was like naturally there mm. right it looked like it had been like placed there okay. but it was like this massive circular boulder which looked like it would have been like tons and tons and tons of just solid rock like mm. how would you re- like put it in there with like yeah how would you like place it there without some sort of mechanism or heavy machinery to like move it in and out of place and nobody had ever been able to move it so nobody knew what it was behind it and how much longer the cave system went on for but then the guy suddenly got like a eureka moment. Is this the cave? When he said <laughs> that the guy that he was with said that there was old like tales and folklores of old, of like little creatures that lived in the area that would retreat into the cave and that were behind the boulder and that they would retreat mm-hmm. there behind the boulder and that nobody's ever been able to move it so they don't know like they don't know what's behind it. Okay. But there's old tales that this is what happened. And when he said it, he was like this sounds like the Ooh. tale of the guy from Minecraft and he knew Apparently it wasn't in Kentucky, so it wasn't like the same one. Yeah. But then he had a eureka moment. Now, to finish off the story, so we never he- heard like of the, the guy that sent the emails originally before again. Okay. But he received one night a, a, a really strange email from an anonymous source um, saying something like, you gave up when you were so close. And then there was just a set of coordinates, mm. right? <laughs> there was just a set of coordinates. And the guy didn't really know what to make of it. And he looked at the the coordinates on the internet, and um, it was like it was like a mine shaft in Kentucky. <laughs> um, and he visited it, um, and he like went into the mine, and um, it was like really similar to the other one that he went in. And then he went to the end, and then there was like he found like this like big boulder, yeah. very very similar. 
Um, but that's just where like the story ends. So he never heard from the guy again, doesn't know what happened to him or his family. Um, and that's just like the end of the story. But he got this weird. How weird is it that, that almost like freaky? Weird, that's like a creepy pasta. Mm. I like that. That's like a creepy. That's a real cool end to the story. Just the fact that he got an anonymous email and it just said like, um, "You gave up, but you came so close," and then mm. just coordinates. And it's almost like <sighs> creepy. It was almost like saying like you should have used more initiative and like it's tried like taunting to, him, tried, isn't it? Tried to find the guy. Or yeah, something. Like, you should have found him because if you found him, you would have like managed to help him sort it out. And then it's just like, but now it's just like, just lost to the ages. Mm. And that's it. But, like, I just thought that was such a cool story. They should have got Ross Curry on the case for tracking his email down to the oh, IP address. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, see. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries. We'll find out. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Ross um, works here, doesn't he? Mm. So, that's what we're on about. He's, Ross a, Curry. he's a computer mm. wizard. He's a computer mm-hmm. wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old Rossy. Good old Rossy boy. But, yeah, that's a real cool story. Yeah. I like. I like the way you could interpret the story, the ending of the story, to be like different ways. Yeah. You could almost interpret it as that's like the goblin, like finally responding, or that the goblin was the one, the one in contact the whole time. Mm. Oh. Trying to like give him hints to go. I there. didn't even like think of it like that. I mm. didn't even think, but that's creepy. Mm. See, I didn't even think about it. That I just sort of like more thought of the mystery of like what the hell happened to like the original guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I really not like don't like uh, don't like not knowing. Yeah, and as you, just, well. you just never heard from him again. And the fact that he just got like a weird email address. I think that he might have so even, cryptic, isn't it? I think he even said that like it was like an untraceable IP address or something mm. like that. Right. Mm. So close, but ah. no cigar. And it's literally just like, you should have carried on. You were so close. Mm. And then literally just like coordinates and then just nothing else. <sighs> like, nobody. And then just like... That ne- one gave me chills. Never, when, you said that, yeah. when you said that little message, that gave me chills. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it's cool, isn't it? Mm. Man, crazy. crazy story. I love stories like that. Yeah. So, um, Drew, do you feel... Um, yeah, how are, you, how are you getting on with the aliens? Yeah, how, how are you feeling in your relationship with aliens right now? Um, I still think they're cheeky little monkeys, those ones, yeah. still. Um, you don't know how you feel about the Kentucky if they, if they, If those Kentucky gum... Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, what? <laughs> those Kentucky goblins were <laughs> are the same ones from that other story, then they deserve to get bulldozed with that rock. Bulldoze, mate. Explosives. Uh, yeah, they've lost my respect. Just they've fill lost it, my respect. Just fill it in with, like, dynamite, <laughs> TNT, and just blow it. Blow the joint. Yeah, I, I like the idea of, like, you know, um, higher consciousness beings coming down from the earth and showing us free energy and stuff, but I'm not sure about those little Kentucky goblins. Mm. I, I think you just described Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> giving us free energy. Tesla. Higher beings coming down and giving us free energy. Yeah, well, you know, I don't... I don't um, did, like that could be that could be real as well. That he's he's a he's from he's Yule definitely alien. not normal, is he? Mm. No, no. You mm. little alien man, mm. <laughs> little alien man. <laughs> I always think it's like so random that he was like married to Grimes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they just seem like like in a way it sort of makes sense, but they almost seem like a really strange couple in terms of like I imagine them like sitting down for dinner and I think like what, what would, would they that, talk about? What would that be like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're both such strange people, but so interesting. And I can imagine that's probably like the fact that they're both so weird was probably is one of the things that they found attractive about each other mm. and almost like felt comfort in each other because they knew that they were both so odd. Yeah. It's almost like how many people know what it's like to be that odd mm. and to yeah. almost like to be treated that odd as well. Mm. So it's like I can imagine they found comfort in each other. Mm. But yeah, still, I just imagine it's like such a strange dynamic, just them mm. both at home just chilling like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, apparently, one thing I've heard about Elon Musk, which made me love him even more, 
is apparently the main music he listens to is sh- sh- sea shanties. <laughs> what? He loves sea shanties. <laughs> loves a good sea shanty. Appar- he doesn't. Apparently, he's almost like he loves um, vocal harmonies, mm. and because okay. so, and because mm. sea shanties are almost like the pinnacle of that in terms yeah. of like. Obviously, it's almost just like a camaraderie. Quarter. Yeah, not not necessarily quartet because obviously that means it has to be four people. But you know, it's just like multiple, multiple, oh, yeah, awesome yeah. like harmony, voices yeah. just all doing their own thing. And he, he apparently he just like loves that. So while he's mm. working and when he's just doing stuff, he's often listening to like old, old naval sea shanties <laughs> from mm. like two hundred years ago. Mm. That's quite cool. It's, it is crazy. Like the human voice com- compared to any other instrument, I think is the most impressive. Like I can see like uh, someone play an instrument and really think that's awesome and really but the way that you can relate to an absolutely beautiful (laughs) right let's 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 let's, 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 so i'm gonna start low okay go higher and i'll go higher and we'll just see how how, okay okay Even that, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was powerful. That's mm. what I mean. Yeah, fun and powerful. I do think like the instrument, the, the the most powerful instrument of the human race is the human voice. Mm. Yeah, and I love how you can just do that. It doesn't even need to be like anything intricate. Like you don't need to start going on some crazy. Um, do you know what I mean? Like necessarily singing a song. It said like what we just did then. Just yeah. start off with just yeah. like a low, or mm. obviously you could go from high to low, whatever. But however you wanted. But you can just as a really easy way of doing it, just hold a note low and just keep get, get your friends to do it a bit higher yeah. and it's mm. in harmony and then just mm. keep shifting it up there's really this fun. sense of like connection it creates as well with like humans like when you sing together like even mm. like when you think of that like, yeah round a campfire kind it's of so thing it's so powerful like, isn't it yeah yeah i always sing it i remember in college when we were in choir uh like in, in we, we were doing music in college and you had to be a part of the mm. choir that mm. was like one of the things of being in the music course That's cool so like we went down to like st mary's church and like performed and it was all these harmonies and i remember just being in the church and how powerful it felt because the reverb of the, the whole acoustics church. Yeah. of the yeah. place yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it man and it was like it's so cool so powerful isn't it like yeah like a choir in like a church or something like that or like a cathedral or everything mm. just like makes it epic as hell mm. yeah I can't wait for the medieval babes concert. Oh, That's yeah, be so good. Me and old Armstrong over here on the on the seventeenth of December are going to go watch the medieval babes. It's their twenty fifth anniversary of them, like you know, being a band. Mm. And to be fair to them, like they're still babes. They are still babes. To be fair, <laughs> uh, there's only two of the original members. Uh, but if you look at the two original members, they are still babes. They still yeah. look exactly the same as they did when we were like six. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they would have came out when I was six years old. The power of the voice. The power mm. of the beautiful voice. Yeah, just like. And yeah, because we, we saw him once before, didn't we? Or like, it wasn't actually technical all, all of the medieval babes. It was Catherine Blake who was like the one that actually founded them. Mm. Um, so one of the original medieval babes, and it was like, no, sorry, and then it was another one of the medieval babes, and then somebody else, wasn't mm. it? Where yeah, was and there was lots of different them. instrumentalists that came yeah. up and played with them and stuff like that as well. So it? really I think cool. it's going to be like that this time in terms of the different instrumentalists, but this time mm. it's going to be like all of them. Mm. I think like ten. I can't remember how many of them. Are. It's That's like there's be like epic. ten of them or something. Yeah. So there's going to be like loads of awesome female vocal harmonies going on in that church. In a church, Ooh. we can just sit down and have some booze. Mm. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Also, mm. super Christmassy. Mm. You know, yeah, that would get as well. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. Certainly. Go to the good George and have a couple of drinkies as well, maybe. Mm. Crabbies mixed with some mead. Oh, yeah, and they have the best mead as well. They have Lancashire mead, which is my favourite mead. Love the Lancashire mead. So good. That's, I definitely think that's the best. For any of you. I, norm- I normally have a bit of Freya's 
Do you have three? Mm. Yeah, that's a Lancashire one, though, isn't it? Is it? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my favourite ones are. It's like Odin's mead is like. It's quite like a hoppy one, mm. which right. almost gives it almost like a bit of an ailey taste. So mm. right. it's almost like it tastes a bit like ailey mead. Obviously, I love I love ale. Mm-hmm. I love meat, so it almost makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's probably my favourite one. I I've really been like. having mulled cider recently, and that's that gets you in the mood for Christmas. Mm. Mulled cider, nice, nice. Warm, I had a nice mulled yeah, cider. It was like a brother's awesome. brother's toffee apple one. Mm. I'm not so fan on like but sweet booze mixed mixed with the like spices and everything. It mm. just tasted real nice. Is it? I bought some mulled wine yeah. from Sainsbury's the other day. Is that I'm going to heat uh, up. I have to say, I prefer mulled cider. Yeah, mm. yeah, I me personally, too, actually, yeah, mm. personally. Mm. I like the apple flavours. Made yeah. fresh with all the spices. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Darling. Must be Christmas. And this is into another track now. This is Pitfalls in Serving Warrants by Melvin's Enjoy. Try not to get abducted within the next three minutes. <laughs> Do you reckon aliens would like the Melvins? Do you reckon aliens would like that song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hear all those symbols? Just like just the, the creativity in that, they I think they'd be like, Whoa, these guys got something going on. Mm. If aliens like do visit Earth, I wonder what they think I wonder if they like listen to our music and what they think of it. Mm. I think that would be one of the most transferable things beyond dimensions because it's that like we could feeling. do as a human race. Mm. Yeah. Because it's pure yeah. expression yeah. of crea- creativity, you know. And it's all based on how it makes you feel. And thinking the and you know, we've got all these languages, yeah, it makes how we feel and mm. we've got all of these languages that um all over the the whole world but literally universe uh, Music is like the only universal language it, that everyone can understand. It's so, it's so diverse as well. It's like if I think about, because um, I like like such a wide variety of music. Like if I think about what it's like when I listen to say like Blacken from Metallica, mm. when that first riff kicks in, it's like like I'm just instantly just like can't help but just be like yeah, like feel like so excited. But then if you listen to something like Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty, you know. <laughs> it's just like oh mate like it's just like yeah. what what music do you reckon if they had a genre what do you reckon it would be I reckon they'd listen to hyper pop <laughs> well, give me an example of hyper pop um, give me an example of hyper pop young is that, man is that Dua Lipa like, like I don't know Charlie XCX uh, 100 Gex don't, that even, kind of don't even know who any of these people are mate I'm like I'm, a, I'm like a granddad <laughs> compared to you young Bullwinkle slash <laughs> just slash very chaotic very very chaotic very crazy chaotic yeah, I can imagine lot, they quite like Grimes as well like a bit mm. like Elon Musk yeah. he likes Grimes so yeah. the aliens would as well I can imagine they're like just chilling to like some of her crazy tracks Elon their spokesperson yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's like who they would like yeah who they would like go through mm. he'd be like the mediator mm. between earthlings and on the theme of aliens mm. I've got a question for you oh hit me so uh, originally this wasn't my question but I thought you know to alter it to fit the podcast we'd go down the alien route Do right it. so you've got Do two it. options okay you can either receive one message from yourself in 15 years Ooh. okay so so 15 years you in the future oh, they mate. just send you a message that kind of thing. That or almost, almost like freaks me out of it. Or <laughs> you can receive one, like you get one interaction with an alien. However, no one believes you. That freaks me out of it as well. They both freak me out. They both freak me out. I don't know even if I want either of them. Do I have to pick? You have them? to have one. You have to have one. Interaction with an alien or a message from myself fifteen years in the future. Things. You, imagine. Imagine if the message was bad. It's like, don't do, and then it just like ends. But it could be something good. It could be like, uh, bet on bet on this horse in this year. Just keep going, laddie. You're doing all good. Go- 
I'd be annoyed if they said that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if it was like yeah. something really cryptic and almost like ominous and like creepy. You're like, constantly like, thinking like, of it. Like, don't, like, don't turn your back on Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> or just like, you the man. <laughs> so imagine if it was like something weird and creepy like yeah. that. That'd be like mental, wouldn't it? I don't think you get to see what it looks like either. Like, I don't think you see yourself. I think you just like get, get that a message. message. How long is the message? Like it almost. Like, I can imagine it. The way you described it, I'd I could, want it to be at least a minute I think, long. I think you don't get to. I think it's just a thing where like whatever we, you we don't know how long it's going to be. Do you know what I like to imagine? Do you, do you know how I'd like to imagine that you get it? Go on. I like to imagine that it's like set up that so it's like tomorrow morning when you wake up there will be a letter through your letterbox. Yeah, I like that. And, right. it, and it will just be addressed to you. And it will literally the message inside won't be like won't say like from anybody or anything like that, but you'll know it's from you in the fifteen. Oh yeah, and it I like literally this, just will just be like one sentence or one paragraph, and that's it. Mm. And then boom, that's it. I mm. quite like the idea of it being more of like a telepathic. So you hear their voice, mm. and that's more powerful. Oh, you hear like yourself, you hear your you, own voice. How like would you differentiate between that and your own inner monologue? I think you just know. Like it's like it, that sense of knowing. It's, from the it's a bad answer, but you just know. Yeah. I think I would question whether I'd got it muddled up because there's so much thoughts going on already. Yeah. And it's obviously in sort of my In voice. this hypothetical, you don't. In so this hypothetical, yeah, you, you 100% know. know. You don't question it. You know that's you. You, you can't question it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have to go for the message from myself. I think that there's too many unknowns and like crazy things that could happen with the message from an alien. And to be honest, I don't know if but I... But what if the, the message from the alien could be them like... Oh, you know, this is like how our look on life. This is what you should be doing. This kind of thing. Thing is, though, you don't know what it's going to be. If it was just me and nobody else knew, then nobody would believe. Nobody you. would believe. Like, I think so, some of my closest friends would, and some of my family members would. But outside of that, nobody would believe me anyway. So it'd be pointless. There's nothing. But like what if? What if that's just knowledge that is good for you? What if that's knowledge where you can change your life to oh. better your life? Yeah, but it also might be something really terrible. Like, could be. We're but so what? What if we're, you're like we're going to kill everyone in five years? On yeah. June the sixth. Because what been, if your message been, from yourself in fifteen years like, is you die in too? It could be like yeah. we've, we've been monitoring this race for the last ten thousand years. We've come to the conclusion that you all need to be wiped out. Mm. It's going to happen on like June the sixth. Mm. I think you just go twenty twenty. I think you would just go. Oh, I wish I chose the other option. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's not much you can do. I don't at that know. Point. It's a it's a hard, it's a good question. Mm. It's a good question. What do you reckon you would do, man? Oh, I know what I'd do. Alien. No, so I I, um, <laughs> I I I would I would get the message from myself. Okay. Because I already speak to aliens. Oh, there you go. That. <laughs> I would I would hope that my message would be some way of like bet on this at this time. Mm. And you Yeah, that's, that's what, what I would I, was, I would hope like, that I wasn't trying to be overly philosophical and I just given myself something really jammy. Yeah, if yeah. I if I got like a message and it was just you're doing fine. I'd be like, oh, you idiot. There's, there's like How does that help me? <laughs> there's like a freaking like 90 to 1 bet on the sa- like the Saturday coming. Put every single bit of money you have into it. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose it's how much you trust yourself that you will give yourself the message that you need. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or whether you just... If you were to send the message, what over. would you say? What, so if I was me in 15 years yeah. and then I found out that would you find it funny to be like I'd picked this would you almost find it funny to say myself. something real, real cryptic yeah, yeah. you prank yourself now I'd give myself <laughs> words of encouragement that would be a very me thing to do I feel and I feel I like I feel like the, the old school me would almost be like 
that's scallywag I know, but almost like respect me for it isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I'd be like this is the message I've been waiting for thank you future me <laughs> Drew, Drew would be like crying and playing with himself two, yeah. two minutes afterwards yeah. <laughs> while still crying totally. just there like yeah <laughs> Uh, I do like the idea of saying saying something real cryptic that you just can't understand like the bee flies to the <laughs> west and then, and then the bee flies like, northwards from the horse's paddock yeah yeah <laughs> imagine that's the what message you mean? what yeah what I think I'd go for the message from myself personally mm. yeah I think I would as well I think we've all done that I think we've all gone for the yeah. message from ourselves yeah. all agreed yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. All agreed. poor aliens poor aliens right yeah. three two one no, I didn't get it. I didn't get one. Were you, oh, we were you were hoping oh, I get the message from myself there. Imagine, you know? so imagine, <laughs> imagine if you suddenly looked really confused and you did. Imagine yeah, you no, that's what I was. I was thinking there's a there's like a, a one in a million chance that I might actually get a message from myself right now, but yeah. it didn't really happen. So that would have been the craziest thing to ca- capture on camera. Imagine yeah. you just blacked out. It was worth a try. Yeah, so. definitely. Sure. <laughs> I think I might have asked you guys before, but did you guys ever see like the uh, the Louis through documentary where he explores aliens and stuff yeah, like that? I've he, seen that it. guy with like the the thinks he can talk to aliens in the corner, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Suddenly, be like Drew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Drew's future, I reckon. That, 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 that guy, that guy. doing okay, man. That's where we're all headed. Yeah, we're yeah. just gonna end up in Nevada, just going. Oh, I saw the Kentucky alien. Once. I am <laughs> from the Torrid Galaxy. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait, man. That sounds cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you know, on the whole, nice weather, even <laughs> if you are living in a desert. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. I think you get fed up. Yeah, mate. Fed up of the weather. When it, when I, say, I I get frustrated by the weather sometimes. If I put the radiator on in my room, yeah, right, and it gets too hot, and it gets too <laughs> For hot. For God's sake! I'll just be like, oh man! Oh man! Did you ruin the night o- for you? Then? Open the window now. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then it's too cold, and then it's like, oh, you haven't found the balance. You ruined yeah. the night. There's no ruined sleep. Life. It's done. Yeah, you have to monitor that temp, don't you? Mm. Yeah. That Creating temp. the perfect oh, sure. temperature. Do you know what amazes me? Right, because I live in like a really old cottage, and um, there's no central heating. Okay. Right, so I have I have like a big like log burner. Arger. I, yeah, I have an arger in mm. my kitchen. I have a log burner in my living room, and obviously, if, if I uh, need to warm any other rooms, I have to just do it by an electric heater or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's amazing how much more heat is generated from an actual fire than from like heating. Yeah, like you mm. know, like a, a heater from a, just a proper log burner. When I get mm. the, when I get the log burner properly going in the winter. Um, and it's been on for like a couple of hours. I can get it like so hot that it heats like the whole house. And it's not just mm. that, obviously, because the chimney runs up the side of the house, and um, the chimney gets hot, so it like heats up the walls, and the mm. ho- the walls become like really warm. Mm. Everything, so it like heats our bedroom. It's almost like we've got like a massive thermal wall. Yeah. Mm. And um, we didn't even like plan to do it like this, but our bed's like up against the wall, like so. Right. The head, right. So it's like it's just mm. very warm and stuff. Nice. I always it does always like boggle my mind. Mm. In I, a way, it seems like an overly simplistic thing to say, but it is just like crazy how how much yeah like brick it can be like it can be like minus two outside and because the because the fire's on so much i can be like just chilling in like just like shorts and a t-shirt and Mm. like actually like end up quite hot Mm. Mm. if anything fires raging Mm. fires burning Mm. i've got in my room i've got like my tv (laughs) up on the wall yeah and everything and um i try and stay out of my room as much as i can or out of my bed yeah, because I know if I stay in my bed for too long, I won't get comfortable. So I'll try and like, mm-hmm. I quite like the feeling of my room being real cold because mm. I think my room's the only room in the house that doesn't have a radiator. So I've right. got like a plug-in one. Yeah. So I'll never turn it on unless I need to. 
So when I go to bed, it's like freezing cold, yeah. but I almost have to get past that bit of like, all right, I'm cold, you know, I'm going to mm. snuggle up mm. and then I'm eventually going to be fine to sleep. Mm-hmm. I think that's got a nice little experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do know what you mean. It definitely does. Sort of get, with that. I, yeah. I definitely yeah, sort of get, nice you, to get, get you ready for warm, bed, baby. Yeah. Mm. Nice yeah. and snuggly. Mm-hmm. I, like, well, yeah, I'd rather be like cold and get hot <laughs> than be way too nice hot. Little insight, you know? Nice little insight into the life there. <laughs> of uh, Cup. Very, very Young cup in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Getting nice and snug and cuddly. Yeah. I've got a quick question for you guys. We're going to wrap up the show on this one. I want like a funny little question. Go on. All right. Um, you you both obviously have misses the same as me. Um, are you guys cuddly sleepers or uncuddly sleepers? Uncuddly. Are you? Yeah. Are you all about the cuddle? Her, her hair annoys me. Yeah? Yeah. Do you wish that she was just bold? <laughs> yeah, I've said that. I've said just that. Shave it off. It's too long. Do a Sinead O'Connor. Do it, yeah. I don't like it. So you you you're a fan of a like a snuggly snuggly sleep. No, he said not. No. He oh, said oh no. you're not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not. Oh, sorry. Mm. I thought you said that you did like it, but her hair annoys you. No. Oh, so <laughs> you don't like it at all. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I, I like being faced the opposite way, <laughs> having my space. Mate, I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I'll have a cuddle before. But once it's yeah. like you know you get yeah, to the point yeah. and it's like right I'm gonna sleep. It's, it's not it's not around. like snug. <laughs> it's not like bedtime anymore. Now it's like sleep time. Yeah. And then it's like. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't mind if you want to like t- tickle my foot with yours a little bit, you know. But other than that, give him a space. Mm. I bet you're a cuddly sleeper, aren't you? Um, well, actually, no. Like, you know? it's a, it's a start with a cuddle and then do your own thing. Right. But I do really like. I almost wish I could. Like, I do like real like having a cuddle. Right. So, but it just gets too hot and that. And, like, yeah, that's bed, what I feel. I feel like it's almost like a bit. But like, I do. But sometimes I, it's we've done it like, and it's literally like I will fall asleep and I've I do really enjoy times. that. Yeah, I have done it, it a couple nice, times. I think like, I think everyone does it a couple times accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no. <laughs> no, no, I find it real frustrating. <laughs> and my girlfriend knows this I'll find it frustrating if like I'll be sleeping you know I, I think face the we'll face opposite ways and we've got our own space you get more space that way Yeah. but if she'll just turn around and be like facing my way I'll be like oh man <laughs> turn the other way <laughs> I need my space really I, I, obviously I wouldn't Extreme. say that like yeah. you can you can if well, you want to sleep she you knows sleep. you think it now she like. knows I think it but uh, you just kick her out she can of do what instead. she wants at the end yeah. of the day yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> well, well, we're going to leave it on that well, note. There we go. So, that, another was, episode that done. was another episode of Pandora's Box. Um, cheers for tuning in. Join us next week for some more shenanigans. Thank you, Cup, for joining me again this week. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Armstrong. Thank you, sir. If you're listening on the radio, this is also a podcast on YouTube. So, if you want to check out our visages as well as hearing us orally, that's mm. orally with an AU, not an OR, you saucy monkeys, <laughs> then go on YouTube. Type in Pandora's Box Podcast and check us out. Cheers, guys. Next week, we shall see you again. Bye-bye. Yeah.